0: This is Logan Swinkles, and you're listening to SCNZ. For those that tune into Mornings with Ian Smith regularly, you'll know of my passion for ice hockey. Well, one league that I've been following for a number of years is our national league, the NZIHL. The season starts proper this weekend with the West Auckland Admirals taking on the Canterbury Red Devils. The man calling those games live on the NZIHL YouTube this weekend is former Ice Black in Wanamaker. Welcome back to the show, buddy. How are you doing?
1: Yes, that's amazing. I'm very well, thanks. Thank Cheers for having me.
0: You've been involved with New Zealand ice hockey for some time now since uh, coming over from Toronto. Think about just say like the last five years. You know, basketball is becoming one of the most popular sports in the country, especially in high schools. Has hockey seen greater crowd numbers? Uh, crowd numbers at those Auckland rinks?
1: Yes, absolutely. I would say it's it's definitely up there with one of the fastest growing sports in New Zealand and if you just look at the participation numbers all across New Zealand, there's so many more kids playing, and it's so great to see. Like, I'm involved with some of the Learn to Play program up in Auckland, and mm. it's it's just pumping. Like, there's so many small area games. The kids are so involved. There's an there opportunity for them to be on the ice at least twice a week, sometimes three times a week. So getting that time in early is going to be so crucial for their future development. If, if any Kiwi kids are out there and listening and they want to, like, try something different, give, uh, give Ice Hockey a go because it can lead to some really promising future pathways.
0: And <clears throat> something that I always say is that once you see a game, you're kind of hooked. So for someone who's never been to an NZHL game before, what kind of fan experience can they expect?
1: Well, it's it is the fastest game in the world, and I haven't met anybody here in New Zealand anyway, and lots of people over around the world, that have come to a game and not been in awe or just absolutely thrilled with what they saw. And they take away always one thing, possibly two or three, from just how fast the game is, how quick, exciting, there's hits, you know, goals, saves. It's 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 an experience. I mean, it's something you could probably bring your family to. There's There's passes that are a lot cheaper than just single ticket entry if you're an adult. Definitely come along, see a game. You would not regret it.
0: Uh, and speaking of that because you know there are games this weekend in Auckland there's two rinks there's Paradise Avondale and then there's Paradise Botany Downs uh, for the other National League teams in, in Christchurch you've got the Canterbury Red Devils there at Alpine Ice Dunedin the Phoenix Thunder you're there at Dunedin Ice Stadium and then in Queenstown they've got the Sky City Stampede playing out of probably my favorite rink in the country uh, Queenstown Ice Arena let's look at the games this weekend uh, with the uh, West Auckland Admirals taking on uh, the Red Devils, but the Admirals have been one of the more consistent teams of the past few years, finalists the past two seasons, champions last in uh, 2018. Could you see them as being contenders again this year?
1: Oh, definitely. The the Admirals have just kept going from strength to strength, and they got a really good core group, their coaching staff is is onto it, and... They're captains and assistants. They really do lead the way, and they drive the bus. they got a great development program. Um, and playing in West Auckland is just an experience in itself. I mean, we talked about the fans coming to watch a game. Out of the two rinks in Auckland, West Auckland is it's loud. It's a, it's a pretty small rink as well. And when it's packed, it's pumping. So if those guys in West Auckland that play, um, they they really get up for those games and, and represent uh, their region and their, their space pretty well.
0: They, I mean, because I know that the West Oakland Admirals, they've got uh, runs, Rusty Anchor Bottom, their mascot. They really get behind that sort of family-friendly environment, don't they?
1: Yeah, it is really community-orientated. It's it's very focused in and around the, the experience of the game, and that's that's what's noticeable. Like, there's stuff in between periods that happens. You're not just sitting at a cold ice rink. It's pretty warm. There's <laughs> food Um, I mean, they've, they've even got a laser tag room upstairs at the ice arena, I think in both springs too. So there's not just ice hockey available to, to watch, like there's multi sports that play out of just the ice rink. Like there's curling there, you know, there's speed skating, there's, there's figure skating, public skating sessions. So it's not just the ice hockey, even though that's our, our main focus that we're talking on and and the admirals, they are, you know, possibly one of the top teams in the NZIHL and will definitely be pushing for trying to get another Virgo Cup championship.
0: What about the Botany Swarm? I, I know you've got a lot of history there. They haven't won a title since your playing days back in uh, 2011. What does this 2023 edition look like?
1: Well, it's pretty young. They've got a, a, a group of a lot of young up-and-coming people. They've got some really good goaltending and good young goaltenders coming up as well. So the... They are probably in, I don't know, they may not like this term, but a definite bit of a rebuild and kind of a restructure. They've got some great talent. And a lot of people actually that have converted over from the inline hockey, like I've got a little bit to do with that inline hockey community, and it's great to see the likes of uh, Max Hill and Sam Pillage, um, some of these people, even like Grace Harrison, one of their starting goalkeepers who um, hails from Unganui, She's absolutely incredible in the goal played Division one. Saint Lawrence University in America. Uh, she'll be backstopping that team, and they got a good coaching staff too. And and I think they may surprise some teams. They've had some trouble scoring. That's been one of their things, but um, they they definitely have got a very solid group.
0: You talk about rebuilds, whether you know a team wants to acknowledge it or not. And I think one team that's gone through that now and might be coming out the other end is the uh, Canterbury Red Devils. They had been the Wooden Spooners like three years running prior to the pandemic. But uh, Coach Anatoly Korozov, he also looks after the Ice Blacks as well. He's done, to me, it seems like he's done a real fantastic job of turning things around. And now you've got some great young talent coming through that Canterbury region. Who are you looking out for on that roster this weekend?
1: oh uh, there's probably a few. If um, those carry boys are playing, like uh, I know that one of the carries, I think it's Jacob. Um, he's been over in Canada.
0: Jacob Perry? His
1: craft. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been overdoing doing uh, one of the academies. I think it's the OCA Academy. Um, pretty prestigious kind of development place for ice hockey where you can get your schooling and also play some hockey. Um, so he'd be one to watch for sure. I mean, if Chris Eden's playing, he's the National League record holder for the most points. So he's always dangerous. Anybody that plays on a line with him is going to be rewarded because he just puts up points pretty much every game and it's it's kind of you you'd you'd add in i don't know maybe like uh joseph Orr he's been uh i think down in phoenix thunder with the the Nathan team but now he's relocated to christchurch so another guy gets lots of points on the back end Nichols he's been there for quite a while i think he might even be putting his hand up to be part of that coaching staff so yeah anatoly's got a good, he's a systems guy. He's, he's pretty you know, big onto that, and we'll get that Canterbury team um, in tip-top shape.
0: i got to ask, look, uh, Ian, I've known you for a number of years as a player and and briefly as a coach. What made you turn to commentating next?
1: Uh, that's a great question. I, you know what? I don't know. It's just a passion. I love the game so much that it doesn't really matter what role you throw at me. I'd I, I just be involved in any way, shape, or form. And being in the commentary booth, you kind of see you really have to change how you look and see the game because you're you're needing to voice it to the audience that's watching it. And you think of the average person at home or anyone who has not seen the game. I try to be pretty neutral, pretty kind of like... uh, unbiased where possible and just give people a little bit of uh, like explanation as to what's happening and, and why it's happening or why, you know, the referees got their hand up or that, cause that puck moves so fast. It's hard to keep track. It's yes. It's been a passion of mine from a long time. So I just love the game. If I can give back to it in any way or form, um, people <laughs> seem to enjoy it and they say that I'm not too bad at it. So I'll continue doing it until, uh, until uh, somebody says stop.
0: <laughs> well, I concur, mate. I, I do think you do a great job on on the call. Like, uh, like many sports, you know, ice hockey got hit pretty hard by COVID when it came around. You know, seasons were disrupted. National teams didn't go to world champs for a number of years. You know, that was out of the question due, due to all the border complications. What's that recovery process looking like now, uh, both with those national teams? And of course, you know, we've got the national leagues, the NZHL, which we've been talking about, and the women's league, the NZWHL.
1: Yeah, I think it's just you're right. It does take some time with that that hiccup um, with development. It's they need to be playing overseas a lot more, and they got to get into having a lot more friendly matches, both the men's and women's sides against high quality opposition. So that there used to be that Trans Tasman series where there was the Aussies would come here, and then the, the Kiwis would go over to Australia to play, kind of like a multi game series. Uh, I think that's kind of happened again. It'd be good to see that. Continue on like a, even twice a year basis if they can fit into their schedules, mm. and that's that's kind of crucial to getting anybody ready to play for a World Championships because they don't have that many games at a World Champs. Logan, he's got like what five games and maybe sometimes only five warm up games to even play those. It, it's pretty pressure cooker situation where they have to be ready. Like everybody's got to be on point. Any little mistake can be costly. So. Yeah, that's probably one of my biggest recommendations if they can get more of that international exposure and playing against higher competitive, more competitive teams.
0: Nice, and at, at least, you know, the NZHL is, while well, it's coming back, the NZWHL will be back later in the year as well. Uh, lastly, Ian, the Stanley Cup playoffs are on at the moment, and I know much like myself, you're a suffering Toronto Maple Leafs fan. They're currently down 3-0 in their series against the uh, Florida Panthers. A comeback of that magnitude <laughs> hasn't happened since the LA Kings back in 2014, and it's only happened four times in history in total. So... My question to you is, are you an optimist or a pessimist?
1: Well, by nature, I'm always an optimist, and I think every Leaf fan will always kind of be like, oh yeah, this is our year, this is our year, until they start losing. And my pessimist side, like my um, my mind side says, these guys are done. They, they haven't shown the heart, the, the grit, the determination, what the essence is of making up a team to work together to achieve that common goal. They're they're just too far down, in my opinion. I don't know. I I doubt they're going to be like the Kings and have that that resiliency. Um, It's just, we've been here before, Logan. This is something that Leafs fans have been a part of, and it's the same record getting played again and again and again. And I'm kind of tired of finding excuses for them, you know what I mean? (laughs) I just love the game of hockey so much that I love watching it. It's entertaining, but yet, since the team that we cheer for is down and and i really don't know if they're going to do it if they do then i'll put my hand up and say hey well done guys you've you've managed to do it but you i just if you get there i'll still try to back you but i don't know if they're that deserving
0: there's uh, there's so many similarities between the maple leafs and the one new zealand warriors i think with the way you look at it um just quickly if it's not the leafs who are you favoring to win the stanley cup
1: some of the teams that have surprised me the most besides the Florida Panthers taking down the record-setting Boston Bruins this year would be the Kraken. They took down the Colorado Avalanche, and they are just playing some pretty darn good hockey. Uh, but they're up against a massive team in the Dallas Stars. But with with that, you you can't rule out the Hurricanes. They are just steamrolling. grindamore has got that group just rolling, and they, they epitomize that teamwork. So you know what? I can't pick one. It's it's not like, it's not super easy. But you let me know who you're picking because uh, usually if I pick one, it kind of curses a team. So I'm yeah. just going to enjoy the playoffs, and gonna-
0: Yeah. Well, I was thinking, hey, if not the Leafs, maybe the Devils, and then they got pumped like six-one. So yeah, I'm I'm no good either. Uh, in Wanamaker, thanks so much for your time uh, today, mate, and all the best for the calls this weekend.
1: Thanks very much, Logan. Uh, have a great great one.